Hey, security peeps, we are live again this Friday, episode nine. I cannot believe this. Breaking into cybersecurity, Hacker Valley Studio, and on top of all of that wonderfulness, we have the infamous Alan Alfred here with us today. So I am Renee Small, co-host of Breaking Into Cybersecurity. We are breaking, well, we already broke LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago, but you know, <laughs> the purpose of this was to break LinkedIn with all of these podcast co-hosts and we, we roped another one in here. So um, <laughs> I will get everyone to introduce themselves. Again, Renee Small, cybersecurity super recruiter, helping wonderful people like Alan hire underneath him and helping awesome people like Chris, Chris and Ron get into roles under Alan. All right. Next up. Alan's the big boss. Yeah. Big boss. Big boss Love him. <laughs> exactly. All no right. pressure. Let's no go. pressure. No pressure. So we're going to go clockwise. Chris Cochran, go for it. How's it going, everybody? Chris Cochran from Hacker Valley Studio. Glad to be here and uh, glad to have you, Alan. This is a special treat for us, for sure. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Christoph Lowe, um Senior Security Research Consultant at Grimm. Alan? All right. Alan Alford, uh, veteran CISO and uh, co-host of the Defense in Depth podcast and uh, general uh, man about town in cyber. Nice. <laughs> and, and I'm Ron Eddie. Also co-host of Hacker Valley Studio and security architect by day. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to have Alan on also. We just really got connected uh, like last week, uh, but we've known each other kind of indirectly through LinkedIn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're all fans of Alan. Hence. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, Ron, what's up? A- <laughs> <laughs> Alan. 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 <laughs> so, Ron, what is our topic for today? Our topic for today, and I would love to have a conversation with you all, beautiful minds about it, uh, how to stay positive in your life and career when dealing with hard times, just in general, even like hard times like we're going through today. I would love to kind of start the conversation there and um, kind of just hear what comes up. Mm. Yeah. So I'll start it off. Um it is truly unprecedented times. I had, you know, on Mondays, we have um, Mondays with Dr. Dan, and Dan is a psychologist and uh, and peak performance coach, and he was, this, this pretty much was the topic, you know, like, how do you stay focused? How do you stay positive? How do you just, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic inside of a pandemic on top of the Great Depression, you know, like everything right. rolled into one. Um, and how do you even stay focused and stay positive? And I think the only thing is to like, you know, look at all the pos- positivity around us, even though it's, you know, something so horrific just recently happened, like the people who are actually out there taking action and um, the collaborativeness, like seeing that and really seeing like all people of all walks of life come together because of such an atrocity Um and knowing that, you know, this will this will pass. We are, we will get better. We always do. Um, and, and, and and taking solace in the fact that we are in, in 
I think for cybersecurity professionals in particular, you know, I'm still hiring, you know, people are still getting jobs. Positivity is still happening. You know, things are still happening around us. Um, I gave, I did a couple offers this week, so that was really exciting. Um, so you see the positivity, positivity that's happening. It's just kind of like putting it out there for people to see. So definitely. Yeah, what I would say is, uh, you know, there's going to be fluctuations in, in how you feel, fluctuations in your emotions. And people know me. I'm, I'm pretty aggressive when it comes to, you know, achievement. I'm pretty aggressive when it comes to going after my goals, going after the things that I care about. And with everything that's been kind of going on over the last few weeks, you know, I, there's been there's been anger. There's been uh disappointment there's been a lot of things that they could be used in a, in a negative light right you could use all these things and and just be mad at the world and you know and just do nothing about it but what i've done is i i've taken that energy that those feelings and i want to put them towards something positive so i want to impact as much change as i can within my community, within the people that I know, within my organization. And so I, I use that energy because we're all human. We have emotions that sometimes we can't have complete control over. And so I, I like to use that as fuel to do something positive. And so when I get upset, when I get angry, I think about what can I do today to make things better? Who can I have a conversation with to help them through whatever tough time they're going through? And also, it's therapeutic for me as well. When I talk about the problems that I'm going through, then I, I feel much better about it just because I, I, I unloaded that, that emotional burden um, through conversation, through community. And so uh, my, my family and I, we have a, a weekend call that we do every Saturday. And so we've been talking about the stuff going on, uh, you know, from a an existential standpoint for things like the Delta between the haves and the have nots due to COVID. We had conversations about education. We had conversations about uh, race in, in this country. And just by having those conversations, it, it helps me stay positive, but then also it, it, it forces me to think about the actions I can take to make things better. And so that's how I stay positive. You know, you, you, you feel your feelings, but then you think about how you can actually do your part to make things better. How have you uh, turned that kind of negative, those negative things that are out there into the positive in your life? Yeah. So what I do is I, I, I talk to people. That's what I could do. Right. I mean, a lot of us are stuck in our house and we can't do much, but there's still stuff we can do. We can still put out positive messages, powerful messages like, uh, Blackout Tuesday was was a great example because I, there's a lot of people that, you know, my past uh, as a dancer, uh, everybody across the dance community, everybody was in solidarity and, and they did Blackout Tuesday. And that's a beautiful thing, it, even though it's a small, small contribution just to show that, it, you know, I'm with everybody else and everybody else is with me has been a powerful, powerful example of that. And so also like I'm <laughs> not to to get too grandeur. Uh, it's not like a, an illusion of grandeur, but I often think about how do I close that, that Delta between the haves and the have nots? How do I, how do I inspire people 
that don't have those advantages that some other people have? How do I close that gap? And I think, you know, Chris and Renee and, and Alan and even you, you know, we, we focus on how do we get people that seem like they don't have a way out, that seem like they, they don't have a, a future. And so they're, they're stuck in this, this realm where they just can't get out. But I think that we, we give them that, that hope. We show them that it's possible to, to make it out of the inner city. We show them it's possible that no matter what your circumstances are, that you can do something great. You can make an impact on your community. You can make an impact on this world. And so that's that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. I'm doing a lot more things like this right now. Um, right. I've, I've been I've been going out of my way. Somebody approaches me about, hey, I lost my job because of COVID. Talk to me. Meet with me. Let's let's see. I don't have I may not have an opening for you right now, but I may know some people. I, you know, let's get to know each other. Let me see your resume. Let's see what I can do to help. Uh, I've been participating in more public forums, more podcasts of late. Um, you know, branching out beyond my own show and, and, and talking to folks and just trying to trying to remind the community we're here to pull each other up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very difficult to, to scale yourself when there's, a, you know, a lot of people uh, that need help, that are in need. You know, like Chris was saying, the haves and the have nots, even like within our field, like just trying to break in Renee and Chris, they always point out kind of the difficulties and whatnot. And yeah, I think Alan, you said it best. My 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 way of staying positive is talking to you all in a public forum where everyone can kind of benefit from our conversation. We can rope other people in, get their voice out, and uh, you know, help people out in whatever way possible. I think that's what kind of fuels my energy for for the podcast. And also, uh, Chris and I we hosted a mastermind group yesterday. Very refreshing to you know, just host a group of people to talk in an open forum yeah. with all, you know, different backgrounds. These people, we had a few in cybersecurity, we had a few in law, and also a few in sales, too. So it was a mm-hmm. kind of a nice mixer uh, for just a small group of people, but just helping one person or having one conversation, one positive influence, it goes a long way. You know, what's funny is that we, we had that mastermind yesterday, and it was probably one of the most powerful experiences I've had and and I'd say in my personal and professional life. And what's funny is, you know, we do the thing with tinkerers and we do that every Friday. And it seems like we are in entering a, a completely new stage of what it means to be a professional. Because mm-hmm. how hard would it have been to have these conversations in the office? Mm-hmm. No, right. no one, no one's like, hey, let's set out a, an hour of our day to talk about the problems that we're having and, and lean on each other to, to, to solve those problems. You wouldn't have it. It just wouldn't no. be there. No, right? it wouldn't. But, no. It would, no. but, but with all this COVID stuff, it's opened up a completely new world of vulnerability. It's opened up a new world of growth for people everywhere. Like, and, and it's not just us. It's not just cybersecurity professionals that are doing this. I'm seeing other folks doing this as well. I'm a part of... Um, a marketing uh, society where they're doing the same stuff. They're talking about their problems. Yeah. And, and I, I, I'd be willing to bet that it, it, this is happening all over the world. And yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. And yeah. I, I, I'm, I can't wait to see what happens after all of this. Yeah. It's I, not I just also, about vulnerability, right? It's about humanity because yeah. one of the other things that happened, I mean, I don't want to pick on Renee, her kiddos in the background. We just heard him. Yeah. Um, my right. kiddo comes in, I'm in the middle of a meeting and, kiddo comes in and she needs something. Um, mm. You know, the dog barks, the, we're all starting to learn that we all live the same lives at home. 
Um, and, and historically coming into the office, I think we all kind of have a certain amount of pretense that there's like, I am here to work now and I am in worker mode and, and home stays off to the side and, and that barrier has shattered. And if we all have home life and, and work life all kind of smushed together now, then, then one thing we're all learning about each other is, oh, look, they have the same challenges I do. Oh, look, they have the same problems I do. Oh, look, they're, 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 they're facing what I'm facing. And, and we're starting to bond over that. And I don't think that could have ever happened in a purely office scenario either. I, I think the other thing is that now that work and life are really now together, um, you have to find new ways to find that space for yourself. So I think a lot more people are finding uh, things like meditation or ways to escape, whether that's physically or mentally, to, to ground themselves. And like everyone has mentioned, these conversations that we have where we're becoming vulnerable, that's one way. That That's talk therapy. That, that's a great way to, to get rid of uh, some of that baggage because if that's holding you down, it's stopping you from sharing that goodness with others. So I think mm -hmm. everyone has, has to focus on it, ensuring that they're positive before they can help other people be positive. Because right. otherwise you, you end up sharing negativity instead of positivity. Yep. There, there's a challenge intrinsic to it though. It's like as much value and benefit as we're getting from, you know, it used to be that work was over here and home was over here. And if I had a bad day at work, I could, I could shut the office door, get in the car, drive home, and, and home was my escape from that, right? And now with right. that line blurred, um, sometimes that's not the case, right? Like last night, I thought I was done, and the call came in, and suddenly I'm back at work again, and the computer never even was turned off. And so um, I'm finding one of the things I'm having to do is is just truly draw some boundaries. Um, the healthiest and best thing I've done for myself in the last you know four months now has been to declare like safe time. You know, they, like this is I'm done work can call. They're going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to take a walk around the neighborhood. I'm going to walk my new puppy. Um, something to get out, get back in my body, get away from, from the grind and, and just, just have a positive moment for myself. And I think if all of us take the time to do that, we're going to be interacting with each other a lot better. Yep. And uh, that, that communication is key. And I think in the past, when you work in the office, you might have that, that momentary chit chat that happens, but I don't think it's ever been as open as it is today, um, yep. discussing all the issues that everyone's facing and your major issues. I mean, racism and um, pandemics and things like this, these, these are topics that we all need to talk about and come together as a society. And I don't think that would have ever happened in the office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chris F., I would love to hear what you do to kind of, you know, have some separation between home and, and work. Um, well, one of the one of the the ways that I, I do that is um, in some in one of the Slack channels that I'm at, someone recommended uh, the app Calm to start meditation, and I've um, I, I tried meditation before, but it's never really worked out. And I think uh, this app has a guided approach to helping those who have been reluctant at doing it before to kind of ease into it. And um, whether it's a first thing as I wake up or as I go to sleep, um, just that 10, 20, 30 minutes of, of reflection time has really helped me out a lot. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's, that's great. And, and one of the things that I'll... I'll go ahead, Renee. No, I'm just going to show some comments while you're talking. So go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say one of the things that I noticed from my team was we were actually a little more secluded. Like my team is already remote. We have like 10, 10 people, 10 individuals that are all remote and we were syncing up even less. So uh, I got a great idea from Chris and also from the Tinkerer group, Alan, um, to use donut time just to have some time to connect with the team, you know, on a regular weekly basis. Sacred. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Alan's Mr. Donut, so. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I learned of that app on a different Slack, and I brought it to the Tinkers because I knew it would have value. For those who don't know what it is, it's a Slack app that you can add. It's an applet or whatever they call them in Slack that you add on. And it basically, anybody who's in the channel, it randomly pairs two people once a week to get together and have a, a donut. Of course, most of the time it's by video. But the idea is you just it, it gives you a chance to truly connect to one person that you may just kind of have drive-bys with in, in the normal course of your day. And I think there's great value in that, 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 that it's back to that human theme of connecting for real. Um, mm -hmm. I think it helps. I think it helps a lot. Right. That's fantastic. I'd never even heard of that before. Yep. Would highly recommend. Uh, yeah. Highly. Anyone highly. who's on Slack, get the donut app and do it. It's, it's good. <laughs> do it. Hashtag donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple comments coming in that I just want to highlight. Felicia says every drop of action adds to the ocean of change. Thank you all for this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, Bruce Lowbreeze says, these discussions are from the heart and all mentors need to step up and help. We are here. Thank you, Absolutely. Um, Peter wants to know, Ron and Chris, what does it take to be a part of the mastermind? Yeah, it's uh, the third tier of our Patreon page. Uh, really wasn't trying to sell anything. But uh, yeah, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash Hacker Valley Studio. And uh, we'd love to have you to, to be a part of it. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, someone, I'm trying to see who made this comment, but and I read read these out specifically for people who, who happen to be listening to us and not watching. The smallest impact and act causes a ripple and that carries forward. I have found comfort in that. In the large scheme of things, individual small acts may not show, but someone somewhere is impacted and they pass it on. And I think that's so, so true. I mean, Chris and I started this breaking into cyber specifically because so many people were reaching out and they needed the help and they're trying to figure out how to break in. And so, you know, it's a small act for us. It's a labor of love for us, but it's helped so many people and so many people have come back and they, you know, we love to bring them back after they've gotten on, you know, they've broken into the industry and, and, and to Chris C's point, there's so many people who, you know, this is a life changer. You know, if you go, if you're coming up through programs like, um, year up, you know, where it's literally looking at people below the poverty line, like to get into a program like that, you have to be below, I, I believe, below the po po poverty line. Um, and you go and you get trained and then you come out and you're making $70,000, $80,000, which doesn't seem like a lot to many of us. But for these people, it is a complete and total game changer. Um, and any little thing that can be done, you know, helping people negotiate salaries, helping people, you know, people that just don't know, or, you know, this, this, I think so many things that comment, I think is so, it's perfect. <laughs> we talked about my little kid before, and now we're talking about Alice puppy. <laughs> so doing, doing these things to help, you know, in any way you can, any small act is truly, truly, um, 
appreciated in those people. I, I, again, I was listening to Gary. Well, he, Gary V has been on this week, which is kind of interesting. Maybe he's out there marching. But a couple of weeks ago, he talked about, you know, if you if you create a post or if you um, meaning posting something on a social network or, um, you know, writing something or, you know, whatever act that, that you do and it touches one person and it changes mm-hmm. one life and one child or one teenager that was going to commit suicide doesn't or one person that, you know, was on the brink of doing something and you tell them you, whatever that positivity is, whatever that message is, it just helps that person. If you help one person out there, you've done it, you know, yeah. and that's, I think people really can realize that each individual has an impact. You do. Every mm-hmm. single person does. And every single person in their small way, whatever it is that they're doing can help. So, yep. yep. Um, more comments. Vulnerability is in the forefront now. It's a new age. That's a yep. comment from... Monica, so, yes, yeah. should, should have always been. People. Should have always hey, Monica. been. Monica <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. On uh, YouTube, so um, another person, such a poignant, poignant point. Alan, thanks for sharing. It's good to view colleagues and senior leaders as humane humans, not just as professional machines. Yep, Alan's both. He's a machine and he's a human. <laughs> well, I was um I was talking to um one of my fellow donutsies this week, and um one of the topics that we discussed about was especially in this trying time of um this pandemic, especially those coming out of college or those that have lost their role um due to downsizing or just wanting to find a new role it's been especially trying and um the key is don't don't give up i mean it's going to be a little bit slower it's going to be a a little bit tougher um trying to market yourself and network with others but it's not impossible like renee said when um when she introduced the the session today she's still been making offers she's still been hiring people there's still hiring going on it's maybe um not the same way as it was before so uh, don't give up. Yep. Shanisa says, such great points. This time has forced people to be real instead of always wearing a, quote, work mask. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Peter says, every challenge provides an opportunity to learn and grow. The COVID-19 pandemic is no different in that regard. What are the lessons for your that your guests have learned that they could take away with them when everyone returns to the office? Good question. I think if you're once you return to the office, keep that keep that conversation going. Um, keep that humanity, that humanity. Keep that vulnerability. Um, work, connect with your team on a regular basis, not just formal meetings for um, business discussions. H- have an hour, a brown bag, lunch and learn, sharing sharing things that are happening, and make that an acceptable part of the culture. I think it's always been shied away that sharing your your feelings and your vulnerabilities has has been not HR appropriate or um, not acceptable in the workplace, but it, it should be. Um, you should yeah. have these these opportunities to share. Share that humanity. Share that vulnerability. It's uh, we're all human. We're all the same, and uh, we can we can keep up the you know persistent myth that we're not that that everything's hunky dory all the time always or we can actually say you know what collectively as a team we are 
a bunch of humans with, you know, yeah. whatever. You had a bad morning. Your wife's mad at you. You know, you, your dog died. Whatever. Whatever's going on. We've all got stuff we're going through. If that's on the table, it's so much more productive uh, for the team as a whole, right? Because, you know, you recognize, you're like, oh, Sally's having huge issues. You know, her dog died today. Like, she's not going to be with us mentally. We know that. Let's let's pick up some of her slack and carry her a little ways. She'll be doing the same thing for me next week, right? Um, there's no reason not to have that on the table and not to celebrate it. Yeah. And one thing I, I think that's going to happen by itself without even people thinking about it is think about how present you're going to be when you finally get to sit down with another person to have a cup of coffee. Cause it's going to be, what I miss. It's, it's going to be so unique because it's been three, four months since you've done it. Yeah. But what I would say is that that, that feeling is going to fade away, but I would, challenge people to to keep that feeling be as present in that conversation and all the following conversations as you can because that's something i think a lot of people took for for granted i took it for granted just being in person with people seeing people being able to give people a hug or a handshake you're, you're going to be so much more present when it, it everything kind of opens back up and everything's yeah. safe to do so so just keep that presence uh going going forward don't Those lose that donuts. It's precious. Don't lose yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the donut, the donut time has been amazing. And I think when you when you go back to the office, you have to really look at uh, really this isn't your house anymore. You, you know, we're working at home. You're going to an environment that is uh, is not the same as your house. So I think uh, when when you go to those types of environments, the communication is just different. Like Chris was saying, you have coffee with one another. Uh, I think what I've always loved about some of the more active offices is going for walks, uh, getting mm-hmm. out and you don't have to have all these conversations inside of the office. You can always go on a walk and really get a chance to think and communicate with another person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruce says we have started Friday happy hour at work and this is helping us build as a team. We never did this before because everyone had to run home. It's been a great team building. So just people sharing more of what they're doing. Um, Amy, hey, Amy, uniqueness is our greatest asset. There's only one of us which makes us uniquely qualified to make a great contribution. And that's Jeff Mm -hmm. Spencer. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a question here. Patrick, what's your guest number must not do or think about in times like this? I guess number one. Yeah. What's the number one must not do or think in th- or think in times like this? Try not to think that you're alone in this. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I think it could be easy to get lost in your own funk, right? And just to know that people are a phone call away, they're a text away, a video conference away. Mm-hmm. Just just as long as you can remember that I'm not alone and that there's somebody I can talk to, I think is the probably the number one thing for folks. Yep. If you're, um, if you're upset about what's going on, do something, get up your butt and do something, do something positive, right? Mm. Um, reach out, outreach, you know, if you want to join a protest, join a protest, uh, just know there's risks there. Obviously now we, you know, we're seeing that there's been one hell of a backlash, but, um, don't let the negativity of it drive you. Let the positivity of what could be better be what drives you. Love that. And, and Chris said something very wise uh, to me and another friend a few days ago. He was saying that 
Uh, there's, you know, passion is the desire to want to do something, which is great. Let that fuel you, but use your best judgment to make decisions. You know, there's going to be times where it might be wise to do something that is a little risky or uh, maybe out of your uh, expertise, uh, but use your judgment. Uh, there's nothing that you must not do. Uh, let your desire and passion fuel you, but uh, use your best judgment to make your decisions. There we go. There we go. I'll bring in a point that um, Dr. Dan, he talks about this all the time. And he says he always, his mantra is being five years out looking backwards. So he says to all his clients, this is 2025 looking backwards. What mm. do you not do to screw up your future? Your 2025, <laughs> <laughs> right? So if you look at it that way, this is going to pass. We are going to be better. We, mm -hmm. we have no choice. <laughs> can't get well mm -hmm. i don't want to say it can't get worse but five <laughs> years from now in 2025 looking back what decisions did you make that got you to 2025 and so that's always something that's always in kind of in the back of my mind if this is 2025 what did what what what, what decisions did i make from 2020 to 2025 mm -hmm. um so looking backwards you know, if you're in 2020, if you look back, if this happened five years ago and you are where you are today, that's just something, a, a different way to look at this because, you know, people like Dan that have been around for, you know, Dan is older than us. And I said to him on Monday, I said, Dan, we need wisdom. I need wisdom. Tell, tell me, you know, talk to us. You've been there. You know, I've talked to people and I, I love, love, love talking to the elders and talking to people who have been through Vietnam, Vietnam, been through, you know, race riots before they've been there. So they, so it's just such a different perspective. I think for many of us, it's, it's so new. It's so, you know, we read about this in history books or we heard, you know, oh, this is what happened, but to see it live and to be in uh, a, a, the, the generation that's a part of it, uh, this will be like a defining moment. This is a, mm -hmm. this is a, a moment in history. Mm -hmm. um, so to get experienced pe people who've been there, you know, they're much calmer. <laughs> they yep. just, it's yeah. like, you know, we've been through this. We will get past it. Yep. So, yeah, I've reached out to my mom. My mom uh, marched with Martin Luther King back in the day. Wow. Uh, the fire hoses, the dogs, the whole bit. Wow. She's been through the ugly side of it, you know? Reached out to her, and definitely um, she's got a this too will pass, it will get better sort of approach. Um, she's 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 holding steady, and she's, you know, she's an inspiration in that regard. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did you answer the question, Renee, of kind of what your life would look like looking backwards from 2025 when you were talking to Dr. Yeah, Dan? So well, Dan, he always, it's always a, you know, I've been working with Dan since 2010 or eight or nine or something like that. So I'm always five years ahead. <laughs> so you know, I'm always in, always in another planet. In 15, I was in 10, 10, I was in, exactly. I'm like, how can I get all of these cybersecurity people to get jobs easily and I still get paid and I don't have to do as much work? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so um, I want to uh, read this one real quick so I can pull it down. We've started working from the office. I see a significant change in attitude. Interactions feel more genuine. I reckon no one realized the positive effect the colleague who sat next to you daily had on your work today and your holistic well-being. Keep and that's that. Mary Aji in Dubai. Keep that. Keep that. Don't let that go. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. 
Yeah. So we are now at, we're at the 31 minute mark. Do we want to talk about anything else or? I think this was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have uh, yeah. final thoughts from folks. Starting with Alan. Yeah. Uh, starting with me, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> faith, love, and cheap doodles is what I was going to say. My little, my little puppy's over here doing his thing, man. I love him to death. I, I swear. Puppy up. He is. He has got me. He's little, not so little anymore. Come here, buddy. Here we go. Sixty pounds worth of puppy. Ah, puppy. There's my boy. Oh, that is like a big teddy bear. Yeah, he's just I'm telling you, puppy therapy has been really good for me this last little while. It's it's helped me a tremendous amount. Um, And he encourages me to get off my butt and go out and walk and take a break. You know, like at the (laughs) office, I didn't used to do that. I didn't used to just say, "I got a 30 minute break where there's no meeting. I'm just going to take a walk." Like I do that now. Um, I have him to thank for that, and it's uh, it's a life changer. It really is. Nice. Fantastic. What about you, Ron? Yeah. Closing thoughts for me are stay positive. We uh, we're all here to support one another. This is a positive some world that we're living in uh, fueled by opportunity and and you all the the best minds out there. Um, So I want to say that I'm looking forward to more conversations like this, having true experts and wise people like Alan come on. Uh, just feeling feeling very appreciative right now. For me, um, find your center, find a place to relax, find a place to calm down, as well as find a means to let out, um, whether that's your friend, your neighbor, your donut buddy, um, whoever that is, it, it, it'll help with your mental sanity and it will help with allowing you to spread positive positivity rather than negativity. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about you, Renee? Take action. The smallest, smallest action will help. And whatever you have inside, like Chris, you talked about earlier, the anger, the sadness, the different emotions that are coming out. I think people, because just being a human being, if you have a soul and you see what's happening, you're just, it's just depressing. Um, So take action, use this to to be a catalyst for making a change, whatever small change a person can do it helps. Yeah. And I would wrap everyone's up into one, you know, every single day, think about who you can reach out to. Cause maybe, maybe you're feeling strong today. Maybe today is, is a good day for you. I would say, reach out to somebody random. I would say, reach out to somebody and just check in on them, see how they're doing. And you'd be surprised to see that how much that means to people. So reach out to people, do something actionable every day and stay centered. And moonshine. <laughs> and moonshine. And moonshine. George uh, made us laugh out loud this week. OMG. He was so much fun. That is awesome. Um, so thank you. <laughs> thank you, everyone, uh, for being here. This is like a highlight of my week. Um, really connecting with you all and spreading the love and positivity in the cyber community and beyond. There's so many people that are connecting with me now that are not even in cybersecurity that are seeing this, um, which is awesome. So mm-hmm. thanks everyone. And we will see you on episode 10 next week. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Thank you, Alan. See you Thank you, Alan, time. so much thanks for everyone. being with us today. Thank you for having right. me for real. Bye Thank everybody. You. Bye.
Yeah, we love you. Okay. <laughs> it's like, for real. 